Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I'm your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Unnecessary pause, but I like it, Chris. Sometimes you gotta do that. Welcome to October. Yeah, and John. Games and games! Hey, hey, hey. Games and games! Whoa, 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 shut that down. No, no, no. I don't. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. The show doesn't exist anymore. It does in our hearts, Chris. (laughs) You'd have to dig deep now, because I don't think it's on our new, uh, on our new thing of a hundred episodes anymore yeah it's been a while been a while since games and games yeah what if we nope what if we changed it up took out the vocals of that song and just made that our intro tune uh if i could go out there and find it why would we do that because it sounds like it sounds uh, like until until they hear us talking it sounds like they're listening to an episode on npr what's wrong with that nothing necessarily all the things they're like the most popular radio station in the world Mm. Or at least the United States, probably. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Z100 out of New York, Chris? <laughs> I stand by my statement, sir. <laughs> uh, did everyone have a good week? Uh, what did? Yeah, I guess we did, huh? Yeah, I uh, I got I actually got to watch some football this weekend, so that made me very, that made me happy. Uh, our team that we like to root for didn't play, of course. Correct. Um, yeah, but our pros, t- our pro teams did play, Chris. Mine kind of just was there. Uh, tank for Yours Tua. was kind of this thing. Tank for Tua. Tank uh, for Tua. I, I've had a self-proclaimed, um, I'm going to be a Cleveland Browns fan because I was over the Niners. Sean. What? I'm going to offer you something right well, now. A free pass? I'm offering you an out. I get a jail free card? <laughs> you can come back. Uh, oh, my God. Um, Steve Young, Montana, so yeah. Jerry Rice, they don't hate you. Yeah. I, I, I really, there's something about watching the, uh, the, the the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football. Flashbacks. John, flashbacks. They look so good and they're gold and, you know. Red? They, they do got some. We got to go back. Uniforms. Yeah. They, I mean, they're, they're top notch, right? George Kittle. They are Kyle, top-notch. Who's the coach now? Kyle Shanahan? Yes. It's um, like so sad because the two elite coaches in the West both were <laughs> under the Redskins a couple of years ago. Shanahan and, now, and, um, uh, and uh, Sean, Sean McVay. Yeah. yeah. And now. And now that coach is no longer in the NFL. <clears throat> Jay, Jay Gruden. Gruden got fired? Yeah, he got fired. When? Yesterday. So Monday. Yeah. He got fired. Yep. How did like I miss that? Like at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> After his Sunday defeat, yeah. he's gone. Defeat's a kind way of saying it. Well, well it turns out you, you have to – football such a, a crazy sport in the, in the sense that it's almost rare now that you find like a Mike Tomlin who's been at a, a position forever yeah. because it's all about win now. We need results now. There's no time really for a rebirth or not a rebirth, but a, um, kind of like a growing. What am but, I trying to say? But to a be fair, Jay, Jay Gurren got six years there. He did. Yeah. I was going to say, so. it, but I think that I don't know that we're going to see another coach be as mediocre. And I don't mean this bad. It's like she's in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> what could she get? Bad girl. I, um, I don't think any coach is really going to get the Jay Gruden kind of treatment anymore. Um. Not unless they come in with a lot of, you know, hype. Well, if, I think if you come in, maybe have a winning season, get the playoffs, and the next year you're like in the Super Bowl or win yeah. the Super Bowl, I think you get a, you know, a bye. But who knows, dude? Um, I, I am uh, getting back to college. I'm in third place in my pool at work. Oh. Uh, I've eclipsed the 40 point mark. Um, what are we in week six in college football? Yeah, it's about to get hard. Week six. And uh, I think you can get 10 points per week, and I'm at 40, so I've missed 20. Nice. That's pretty <laughs> solid. 
So yeah, we're doing good. Um, Thanks for the invite. Well, I didn't even, honestly, I didn't think about it. And I know that I brought that, that pull up a couple of times Mm -hmm. the last couple of weeks and I've been very thankful you haven't said thanks for the invite. <laughs> I'll play next year and I'll dominate you. It's, it's fine. And, and I mean, it is what it is, right? Did it you guys go see the Joker? Did I? I didn't yet. So. I did. I went with uh, John. One, did, John, did you go see the Joker? One, one G free. I did not. Do we go see the Joker? Es possible. Yeah. That means it's possible, Chris. I I speak John. I've <laughs> <laughs> been speaking it for a I while. Am, I am fundamentally broke. Oh, which is, and plus I was uh, babysitting a, a cat all weekend. So a cat, you say? Kitten. Uh, oh you, yeah, the one, the one you couldn't give away. That's now yours. Yeah, is it yours now? It's ours for two months. Mm-hmm. What What had happened was two months. Craig and them. Uh, yeah, we took it over to Nana's house because Clarissa was was looking after Nana last week because Nana has dementia and Aunt Rhonda was out of town. Okay. So thanks. <clears throat> uh, Aunt Rhonda also left her dog with. With us as well, named Lucky. <laughs> uh, Lucky uh, apparently good name for a dog. Lucky pr- apparently a- a- attacked this kitten, Aww. got it in its jaws, and flung it about six feet. Jeez. Oh my goodness! Uh, my wife, your was wife, just broken up that she that this happened on her watch. Did she did she think the cat was murdered? Uh well here's the depressing part mm-hmm. the the attack caused the kitten's abdomen to be collapsed in a certain spot oh my goodness so it is now for the next two months are critical and about a fifty fifty chance to go either way where the uh intestines could potentially come out of the abdomen slowly bit by bit they're gonna watch him for two months and uh in two months they'll be able to perform the um uh neutering and they'll fix it then yeah but every few weeks we'll be able to take him in for checkups which none of this would happen would have happened had chris just adopted the cat that will never happen but the the kitten's name is kirby uh he is as spry and as delightful as you can imagine and we're enjoying him so far but I had to uh, first depress you people today. It worked, but uh, but he, I, we oh. think he'll be okay. But you can you can rub him under his tummy and you can feel sort of a collapse in the abdomen area. Hold on, um, so he got worked. John, hold one second. Yep. Unplug that and replug it in, Sean. Or, John's. Yeah. Which one is John? This one. Three. Yeah. All right. John's unplugged. Replug it back in. Plug it in. I think he's just far mm. away. Yeah. Say something, John. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Yeah, it's a little better. Okay. I think so. He's soft-spoken. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, but yeah, I did see You're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found that out this morning. Um, what does that mean? I presented this morning. Oh, and you were loud? I'm always loud when yeah. I present. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did go see the Joker. I went with one uh, Jeffrey. So he did get to go. He did. He did. It was his birthday. Oh, you? Uh, yeah, he wanted to go back and watch it with his brother. His brother. Um, I had forgotten. He, <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> I forgot he went and seen it. Um, when I came out, I think I was a little higher on it than I am now mm-hmm. after reflecting on it. But the after one thing. reading more reviews? No. <laughs> That's no. funny. Just uh, because, like, when I came in, I thought it was going to be very much like the King of Comedy. 
and it was a film that was much more like Taxi Driver. So I went back and rewatched that film this weekend, and afterwards I was like, there are certain things in this movie that as I sit back and I think about could have been done better. But the one thing that you can't deny is that uh, old Joaquin Phoenix, he is quite amazing in this role. Uh, and it's quite powerful. And regardless, I think this is the right direction for DC going forward. I want to see them do this. Like they can't do the MCU. So don't try. You know, you failed at it. You failed mm, miserably. That's at anecdotal. It. Um, and <laughs> didn't it seem to me that Chris would argue that Marvel failed at it? <laughs> Marvel is doing just fine. Well, mm. he's, Marvel, he's they not just, a big they fan just, of Marvel to be Marvel to begin with. I'm not, but I admit that like their stuff is, uh, just so you, a lot, you know, they put a lot of work into so it. So you're I saying do this. What is this? Just boutique, boutique movies that yeah, stand in? Take a, a concept and, and make it a standalone film, so right? So no universe whatsoever. Correct. Like if you're going to do Justice League, just do a Justice League movie. Like don't build into it right be like do a story like where you're like here's the justice league and maybe take a character like the atom or something and be like about him joining the justice league and a crisis happens right and that's how he proves his worth that he too should be part of this justice league do sounds something like a boring yeah, sound. <laughs> well it's actually coming <laughs> uh, and, and talking to to jeff's brother today he echoed that joaquin was was amazing yeah he, he said it's very hard he because he he talked to a guy that he trains with and uh the trainer basically he said this this is the greatest movie i've ever seen period i've ever seen period yeah, that's a little much ever no i know right yeah. and so darren he goes into it he, he thinks he he thinks he got into it at too high expectations like he he went into it thinking it was gonna be the greatest movie he's ever watched and he is he goes it's not he said but it's still a great movie you know what i mean and he said the tone of it is like he's like Chris said is perfect for the the one off. Yeah. Um, because it's not it's not comic booky in the sense that like, you know, you're not gonna have a Batman mm. mask on and, and a guy in a cape and all that kind of stuff going on. It's it's a lot different than that. It's just a good character study. Um and the the last act of it is probably the best part of it. There's no question yeah. about that. When yeah. he's He's really being Joker. You know? I heard that that was epic. The ending was absolutely epic. Yes. Yeah. Like that is quite well done and it feels. I, I haven't seen it. Feels solid. When was the last time a comic book movie? Mm-hmm. Or would you even call this a comic book movie? To be it perfectly is. candid. Well, uh, um, Dan- I think Todd Phillips said that, um, you know, it was it was the Joker template that allowed me to do a movie like this. Yeah. I, something like that. I definitely feel I would not be surprised if he was writing this movie, right? Um, in order to get it created, it was like, could I make this into a Joker film? Mm. And and just adapting it there. And it, it works. It's not like you could it's not like he, you know, half handed it or anything like that, right? Like he he definitely flushes it out. You know, and it, it definitely well, plays a, a good bit of homages to what we know about the Joker. Well right? this this movie is particularly fascinating from a review perspective because yeah. once it came out of the festivals mm-hmm. this this thing this rotten tomato score was in the was in the 90s once the and it was once mm-hmm. once the media got a hold of it once the general media got a hold of it it became a very controversial film a very some Contro- would call it a, a, Contro- some would call it toxic i can't speak to it because i haven't seen it yeah um, I, I i do think like i'll say this it 
on one hand, I think, you know, festivals can sometimes be guilty of overhyping a certain thing just because the stars and the director are in the room and it's premiering, right? Um, and, and like I said, the one thing that definitely lives up to the hype is his performance because he is the main reason. If he sucked at this, this movie would have been terrible. Yeah, but he's, could um, you see yeah. the Oscars getting away with I don't see Because you know how politically... Yeah. I never saw this movie as like, you know being something that was likely to win best picture but no, 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 no. i'm talking yeah. about him specifically yeah. his i think he'll get nominated you really think so oh yeah you don't oh, think yeah. the oscars in general because of past years might just avoid this nomination no i mean they didn't avoid casey affleck a couple of years ago well right? yeah they did no they didn't they gave him best actor he had already been nominated by the time all that came out yeah i mean there i i won't argue that politics can play a part in that but as far as the main criticism that's going into James, this, James I, I Franco, for example, got overlooked, which I thought was, was a yeah. crime. Yeah. I mean, he's good in that movie. I felt that was a little. Why do you keep calling Sylvester Stallone James Franco? <laughs> <laughs> that was a little over the top, too, for the push for him. Because I thought he was good in that movie, but I didn't think he was like, it was anything outstanding. Oh, uh, if I'm being honest. honest. What's, what's, I'm yeah. completely missing what's going on with Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin. Well, I mean, it's just more of the tone of the movie. So nothing um, he did. Yeah. And and yeah. I I mean I'll speak to this I think like those who are calling it like oh it could really incite people I'm like no it's like the way this is designed I, I, like he's crazy right you know it's not no, like it's he's being the, characterized as some certain type of person no. and that society shuns and then like they can be lifted up uh, and then the other side of it is people I guess just the violence in general right and like. It's not. It's not. Bad. It's not the violence. The, the the problem that people in general have with it, who do have problems with it, is it it causes an audience to empathize with a character mm. who we might see as um, the guy who walked into a black church and shot it up. Yeah, but he's Dylan. Uh, whatever. They're 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 making comparisons that it's irresponsible to sympathize with a character like that. Mm-hmm. Drawing comparisons to men in the real world, oh, okay, who yeah. act out that way, and that's why that's I'm sa- their fundamental problem. Calling it toxic, and that's why I'm saying like he's not that guy, right? Fine. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like you could clearly tell, it makes it very apparent, like where his motivations come from, which are mainly the two screws that are loose here in his own history, right? Like you know, so um, what are we seeing it, John? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, he's, he's crazy. <laughs> you going to take me to the movies? I ain't got no money. Well, well yeah. I mean, I might have a ticket for you. But are you going to be on your own on popcorn and drinks and all that stuff, bro? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I do, do think I'm, it's still... I am looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's still worth checking out. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I have seen people rush to want... Some people rush to, like, yeah, want to be like, this is crazy thing. It should win all the awards. I'm like, it's early. Let's wait and see what actually comes out before when we start. When does the season ending. end? Uh, I mean, it's just now starting. So it started now? I mean, like, someone was crying about, like, saying, we'll won all the festival stuff. I'm like, no, it's not. I was like, it wasn't even the biggest winner or, like, highly praised thing. Like, Well, what was, Chris? Either it's kind of like, it looks like a race. It's Right now, it's a big race between Adam Sandler's movie, Uncut Gems, and um, the movie with Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Uh, marriage story, which is coming to Netflix. You're the only even, person on the like, planet who's ever heard of these movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, the only thing it really has going for it is that that movie will get way more attention 
than anything, you know, that's mm-hmm. Netflix has a big audience, Chris. Yeah, Irishman could end up being a... I thought you said marriage issues. Well, yeah, marriage story. And it yeah. is coming to Netflix. But, like, Irishman is also getting a ton of praise from, uh, yeah. like, you know, which is funny because that's the guy that really Todd Phillips is, uh, we'll just say, borrowing from a lot in this movie. <laughs> I, uh, speaking of Netflix, I, uh, I finished the uh, Last Chance You Guys. Ooh. All of them? All of them. Wow. So you got no more chances? Unless they come out with another one. I will tell you that I followed the coach from seasons one. three and four after I got done watching seasons three and four. The controversial Coach Brown. Oh. Clarissa got into that show nice. a good bit. Did she? Yeah. I wonder if she finished. <laughs> <laughs> Does she ever? <laughs> uh, I don't know if she finished or not. <laughs> <laughs> Never good, John. Hey, speaking of finishing, and I know we're getting close to topic time. Um, before we started, um, I disclosed that I, I may have dropped a deuce at work today. Mm, and then, boy, did and I. And I kind of left it there. You didn't flush? No, no. I mean, the story. <laughs> the, that's funny. The story, right? I actually... Again, we've had this talk. It was somebody came to the stall next to me um, when I was getting done. And it's it's like, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, tighten up and head on out. 42 minutes later, I'm still sitting there tightening up. Like, it's ridiculous. Must have been a good game. Markers, man. Markers on some (laughs) tissue. (laughs) What's that noise, Chris? You got your teapot done? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. That sounds like a drill. Uh, Maybe, but John, (laughs) John had to clean up today. So I want to hear you tell this story on air, John. Oh, it was a mess. Was it a mess? I think I now know what Trump's talking about when he says "drain the swamp." I mean, it It, it happened. You know, you know, I I talk about how I have wipes with me at work all the time. If I did not have wipes today, but you only take two or three in. I took three today. I just knew took the max. I knew. (laughs) I knew it was a three wipe. Session. Yeah. I just knew it. Yeah. Uh, I was worried that I was, that I needed a fourth one, but had I not had those, man, just a mess. I'd have had to go home, legit, and clean it up because it just, I, you know, it's just it, it just kind of had no control. Yeah, it was it was out of control once leaving your body. Yeah, and and it and it, and it hit places that it just but doesn't you, typically hit. But were you hovering or did you sit? I would never hover. That okay. would be a mess. I don't want to deal with. Can you imagine? Had today been the hover day, <laughs> and it just smelled like it smelled like death incarnate. Somebody walked in, and I immediately went. Whoosh. Have you seen the? Uh... <laughs> no, that's not a good comparison. Shut that down, John. Um, <laughs> don't bring that. Uh, but it it got tightened up. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I was able to do a pretty. Because you said you had to job. clean up the scene, basically. <laughs> you had to. What was the guy's name in Pulp Fiction that had to come clean up the scene? Well, <laughs> um, the, Butch? It? No. The Butcher? No. What's or, his name? Oh, you're talking about um, Honey Bunny and um, no, Tim Roth's character, I'm right? talking about Honey Bunny. The guy who cleaned up the guy who got shot in the, in the face. Yeah. Oh, the Marvin. wolf. The wolf. The wolf yeah, yeah, the wolf. You had to wolf yourself. <laughs> I swear. You know, I could, I could advise most men, you would be surprised after you dropped one. Lift up the seat. And see what splattered back. Ooh. Well, I don't. Do it was. Have, it I was. Don't, like, I don't have a lot of splatter action. We don't want to do that. I don't go to splatter house. Yeah. I lifted it up. Great and video I was game. Like, I don't need to go there in real life. <laughs> I lifted it up and I was like, mm, oh. I'll be right back. Are you? But here's the thing. Here's the catch. 
are you sure it was yours? Yeah, it it dripped off. <laughs> it, it just it just happened. Okay, it was that fresh. Was, that was fresh. Okay. I Fair don't want to talk about this anymore. We're done. Pivot, Chris. <laughs> uh, I did also hit max level on poor Lance 3. Yeah, yeah well, you did. I thought you already did that. Uh, no, I beat the game before. Now That's I'm max true. level. I, I and, said uh, that just so you could say that. And now I've been mayheming, mayheming it up. I have guns that can do all sorts of things. Well, now we're, you know. I can le- have one gun that literally I can go to the end game boss in about 30 seconds. Don't it feel good? Take it, take yeah. it down. Well, hopefully tonight I can fire <laughs> up uh, Ghost Recon Microtransaction. Yeah, that'll be fun. Or will so. it? I think it probably will. I don't know. I'm worried. If I'm the worried. glitches are as bad as they say, then it Man, I glitches get stitches, just, bro. I'll <laughs> say this. I'm just worried because I actually didn't mind uh, Wildlands. Yeah, and I, this, I, I've, I've enjoyed the, the bits I played. Yeah, like this just seems like they're taking that formula and now they're going like, well, we got to make it into a games for service. And I'm like, but you already have that. You have division, right? Yeah. You know, so I'm like, why why have, why are we doing that with this? We also have siege. Game? Yeah. But Rainbow that's not six. Yeah, but that's different. Like that's just not a competitive thing, right? But it has a continual growing fan. And Wildlands yeah. the reason they're doing it this way is because Wildlands community continued to grow and yeah, stay and stay pretty consistent. So they're just they're just uh, they're just fine. cashing in on that. Which yeah, I can't blame them for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, money, money, money. Mm-hmm. They got to make up the Assassin's Creed bucks. Got to make that money, man. It's still the same now. <laughs> what? <laughs> God. Anyways, uh, you guys want to pivot to this topic? Nah. I I, um, I cannot wait for John. I'm going to go take a nap. On this topic time. It's going <laughs> to be great. It makes me sad. It's going to be great. Yeah. He doesn't like it when I do this. He does. Nah. He does. We don't like it when he does it, or you don't like it when I just, well, you say you do, so. You look good in your t-shirt. If you, I'll tell you this, John. If you got notes, they better know you got notes from the jump, sir. Oh. Well, let's find out. John has notes as we uh, pivot to the topic. Topic time. 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 The topic is. Astral Chain! <laughs> yeah, it is. That was, that was high quality. I mean... That was high quality. I'll be $20, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Astral Chain! <laughs> In case you didn't hear that, folks, that is Astral Chain. Yeah. They, they heard it. That's Platinum Games. Who? Yeah, exactly. Never heard oh, of them. <laughs> this is that new game you got from GameStop that one time. Oh yeah, from that uh, from that gentleman. Yeah, that one guy. <clears throat> it's fine. It's fine, John. You know the one thing that really piqued me because, uh, <laughs> like, I kind of like heard this, and whenever I hear there's a platinum game coming out, I'll be honest. Like, unless it's something that's already established, like Bayonetta, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of just go, okay, that's happening, but I'm not gonna get attached to this because I've had too many times where like. Platinum games, it's kind of like up or down, right? Like some of them are legendary, and then like the next one will be like, well, that was a thing they did for money. You know, it's it's clear they're just rushing through it to mm. to pay for the thing they really want to do. Talking about Korra, um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but like then their Transformers <clears throat> game was it was relatively all right. yeah, it was all right. All right. but um, but the the main studio was I think is done. And consistently Bayonetta 2, Nier Automata, yeah. and now Astral Chain. Well, Nier Automata wasn't Platinum. 
Near was uh no clear uh near autonomous <laughs> square. You might want to maybe I am wrong, Chris. but I'm pretty sure it's not. <clears throat> I will check. Well, I mean, the one thing that did pull me with this. <laughs> Why was, we all uh, got our phones out fact checking right. right now? We are terrible, and I love it. Which is sad because I love you know Please if I'm don't. wrong about this, it's sad because I love that game. Near Platinum Games was the developer Square published it. Ah, so you're both right. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Yeah. Look at me, look at me. <laughs> That's fine. Head bad. But uh, oh, you know, the one thing that got me on this was uh, the lead, um, the lead developer from Near was the uh, was the director for this game, the main director. Makes said. sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I mean, from from I mean, their 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 past three, including Astral Chain, three titles have been really really solid so i mean now we yeah. can we're, we're kind of moving away from that in my mind i feel like platinum's moving away from that amazing not so amazing every other game kind of thing with uh, possible with wonderful one-on-one one-on-one for example being eh, good yeah, idea yeah. not really well executed you say this and then I they are going game, to though. prove you wrong just as quickly as you put faith in them <laughs> it's like the Atlanta falcons just don't do it wait <laughs> to see let them impress you <laughs> rise up <laughs> but um the other thing that caught my eye when i looked at the the trailers and stuff finally for this was um mm-hmm. it reminded me another of another uh platinum game do you know what that game was Jim? no metal gear rising oh yeah <laughs> yeah the sword combat looks that straight up like right up in their alley i was uh, like i really like that sword combat and metal gear rising so uh why don't you tell us does it twang your buds it does it does. It jostles does my it? keys. Well, well, you've played buddies. platinum titles, Sean. Have you ever played them, yeah. any platinum yeah, games? Yeah, I um, played uh, the both bayonetas, and okay. uh, I thought I played a little bit of Rising. I played some wonderful one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can, I mean, we can establish that when it comes to platinum games, their chief mo is action is highly stylized combat scenes. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna go highly stylized. Highly huh? stylized combat okay, scenes. I'm down. Just the the execution of the way, not just the combat itself and whether it feels good, but it looks good. good. They're always distinct. Yeah, especially High, highly when, stylized. Especially bro. one of the when one of the protagonists wears extremely high heels with guns on them. I'm just gonna leave that there. You can't go wrong with it. No, no, it's no. hot. Yeah, it's very. It's kind of hot. And Astral Chain is uh, is no ex- is is no exception to this rule. And and. Um, I'm pleased to announce that I can't. Ten. I oh. can't say. <laughs> I can't say. Well, it does have that that stylized combat, like you would expect. It is not solely that, and I didn't expect that coming out of this game. Yeah, I heard it's got some arbages. Um, you could say that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's heavily. It's got some got some side quests. It's got some side quests and some elements to it. <laughs> I like what just happened. I, I, wanted, I wanted to fan. keep going. I really did. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but I but as far as how the combat works, I don't know that I've ever really seen anything like this. And is it because of the chain that's astral? It is partly to do with that. <laughs> is it because of the that is half the reason. Is it because of the yeah. <laughs> when I saw this game announced, I looked at it and I just thought, oh, this is just one of those little did you? you know? Yeah, when I when it was first announced, okay, okay, yeah, when yeah. it was first announced, I thought, oh, this is just one of those things where Platinum goes, okay, we'll make you a game, kind of like how a lot of developers do to Nintendo. 
in general. Take the Wii, for example. Okay, we'll make you game. It's fine. Well, wonderful one on one. Fine, we'll do you, that. We'll make you zombie year. But the more I saw it, the more I saw it, the more I became highly invested in it, what it was trying to do. I, I I just got more excited as it as it as I saw more. So much so that I drove all the way to Auburn, Alabama to get it. <laughs> it was the last one in the store. I, want, I and you tell Gus hello. <laughs> no, he was still on his hype Gus bus. <laughs> Gus <laughs> bus and falling off yet. Um, <laughs> did the the intent was to get it that day? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You and me both. We both purchased something that day. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. Good day. Good I, ca- I called ahead to get mine. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> What'd you do? Throwback. My Xbox One X that I called oh, that I called in about. <laughs> Is that the one where you robbed it from someone? No, I called in, Chris. Yeah, way uh-huh. ahead of time. Well, I offered at I the time. <laughs> I offered at the time to let Sean have the game since it was the last one in the store. But at this at this moment in time, I can say I'm glad you said no. Yeah, I was I was so in in, in uh in engaged in my purchase that when I actually heard him get it, I for whatever reason I blanked out for a minute and then I kind of gave you that look if I remember. Well, when you uh-huh. when you're when you lie, you probably tend to blank out. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah, that was me. I called it. Uh, I didn't lie. Um, <laughs> you you yeah, you held it up and said, "Do you want it?" And I was like, "No, man, I'll, I'll get it." Because I really did intend on playing this game. Hmm. I and did you not. Still can. I still. You gonna let me borrow it? No. You gonna let me borrow it? No. Pull up some footage. <laughs> no. no. But, uh, this game. It's it really does of, keep us engaged when you do that, Chris. It's kind of a. It, it takes place in the distant future, I think, <laughs> two thousand seventy-eight. In sort Chris of this, is touching uh, me, John. I know. Okay, two thousand seventy-eight. In sort of this dystopian. Now you're engaged. <laughs> dystopian future where uh, the last remnants of humanity. You know, it's kind of cliche. The last remnants of humanity have um, moved into this uh, mega city called the Ark. That mm. rests on this man-made island. Are there androids? Uh, sure. Robots. Little, Are there? There's to some degree. Yeah, Max. you could say there's some robots there, and it's, see, it's a uh, futurized an android. Is not a robot, sir. It's <laughs> yeah. It's the lesser phone. It's a oh, futurized. Boy. It's a futurized world. <laughs> see that? And when you said dystopian, that honestly threw me for a loop for just a second. Well, it's the because it's, everything I saw was in that city, but that that was very early on, I guess. Or no, it's 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 a city. That's pretty much the only city. It's the last yeah. city. Yeah, very much and so. dystopia. Yeah, because, you know, it's the cliche. Humans have been partly causing yeah. our the demise of our planet. And so because of that, we've had to. Wait, they're saying by 2078? That's it? So it's kind of like. Uh, we got to tighten some things up. Well, it's actually fiction because we know it's going to be <laughs> 10 to 12 years. So you're saying it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Gondor and uh, Return of the King? Something like that, yeah. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. That's exactly what it's like. Are we talking about Lord of the Rings, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but part of but part of the destruction <clears throat> was brought on by these beings from this other dimension, uh-huh. what they call in the game the astral plane, ah. called chimeras. And like chimera is actually kind of a common word used, like I think, in a lot, of, in, in a lot oh. of levels of fiction. Chimera, uh, that word chimera. Yeah, <laughs> most famously used in Mission Impossible 2. That's the name of the virus that was going to kill everyone. Oh also, the last name of the best Mission Impossible Nana. movie. No. Also, <laughs> the last name of a running back for the New Orleans Saints. But if Platinum Games. <laughs> but you if, can leave now. But if, <laughs> Sorry. But if Platinum Games were to make a Mission Impossible game, they'd make Mission Impossible 2. Nah, 
Yeah, yeah highly yeah, stylized. I'm expecting. <laughs> I'm expecting John Woo to come into yeah. Platinum Games at some yeah. point, for sure. So, <clears throat> because of this, because of this threat, and because they've gone to the Ark, and it's more of a safer area, they still have um, threats from this Chimera race, and, and, and I'm not really sure what they are. I, th- I think they're biological, but there's a mech element to them. They're kind of robotic in a, in a sense, <clears throat> but. There's a special task force known as Neuron that he's about to say something. He's pulling up the mic. Are ahead, they, are they, la- are the robots? See, Chris by- does this. He doesn't just stop and listen. Yeah. Are, are the robots? Are you led- drunk, man? No. Are, are the robots led by someone named Dr. Robotnik? <clears throat> Sorry. Why? Oof. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Boo. Oh, <laughs> so neurons, John. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a it's a special task uh task force. What are they tasked to do? Uh combating the um task. chimera threat <clears throat> as it happens in the city. And <clears throat> you are your main protagonists are one of two twins. At the beginning of the game you get to select <clears throat> whether you are the male or the female. Now, whatever... What'd you select? Because <clears throat> I was never going to tell you that. <laughs> we didn't know. Wh- whatever whatever, whatever uh, gender you select, uh-huh. you become the silent protagonist. Uh-huh. And your sibling becomes Akira, whether uh-huh. you're male or female. You're, you're, the name is Akira, which is, you know, kind of a gender-neutral name. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So... <laughs> um, it's like Todd. Wait. No. Is this really happening? This is where this is fun. It's fine. You're you're doing great. I've waited a month to talk about this game, <laughs> and you're you're doing, only to be constantly trolled by this game. We're we're just having fun. It's fine. Is it fun? Yeah, it's fun for us. So very fun. I mean, this is going to be an hour long. It's fine segment. If you, that's up to you, Chris. <laughs> it's fair. It's, so you're doing great. Where John. am I at? Where am I? Um, at? Uh, Akira. Okay, yeah, Akira. So Akira. you are the two twins recently recruited into Neuron, um, and you and, and and you have these. There's something really, you know, as as is convenient to these types of games. There's something particularly special about these two twins. So when you have these 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 officers at Neuron have the ability to see the Chimera, otherwise they're invisible in the world. Mm. But if you, it's like it's almost like a Jedi ability. You have the ability to see them in the real world. And you're, the, the Chimera, <clears throat> you said, were from the astral plane, plane so they can basically that's see what it's called. Yeah. They can see that plane where astral. other people can't. That's okay. right. Okay. So in order to combat the threat of Chimeras, what Neuron Technology has came up with is pulling Chimeras from the astral plane and tethering them to the astral chain, which is this device that rests on your back when you when you go into combat it goes to your wrist and you have oh. you have a chimera that the neuron task for, uh, police force calls legions because the mm. the chimera have been have been tethered i mean if you released the chimera it would turn on you but you have it under control and you're able to control via um, the astral chain via the astral chain this is so, very japan so far absolutely and yeah. and, the, and and the combat itself is just is the part that's just really really unique at first it was like man i don't know i don't Mm. know but after about 10 to 15 minutes 
you're just you're just loving how this thing plays. So <clears throat> you have. Uh, I've heard it's not very combo based, right? It's just more of um, understanding the systems and making them work together. It's very it's very combo based, but you have to learn how the system works. Hmm. It's not where you just button mash and and like square up down. That's your combo. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's the combos are uh, triggered by timing, mm. by dodging, and by looking for the proper cues. So basically, the combos are based on your ability to be synergy, synergistic <laughs> with your legion. Um, so <clears throat> it's a little bit hard to explain, but from the perspective of the uh, the switch controller, um, the left trigger Z, uh, ZL is what unleashes the legion. Otherwise, you can retract it with one of the sh- the right shoulder the right shoulder button to just make it disappear. And you can do combat on your own if you wanted to. Technically, in this game, you don't even have to lose use a legion. I wouldn't recommend it. But in order to get that combo challenge accepted, <laughs> in order to get to get to get that combo relationship going, you unleash the legion, and you can let it do its thing. It fights alongside you, but you're also able to manipulate it and make it do what you want it to do. Like one of the the funnest things to do is since it's connected to a chain tethered to your wrist, you could send the legion out and circle an enemy and it and it ties up the enemy and locks it up with chains. So it braces the enemy for a number of seconds for you to unload um, attacks on it. So no matter what, um, no matter how long you have a legion, there's no like bond that ever forms to where they won't turn on you. You know, um, I have to I, do something. Oh, yeah. Hey, the appearance is there. Um, you know, like when you ride horses in, like, say, Breath of the Wild, you 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 attune with them, you bond with them. Yeah, I have to. Oh, yeah, you have to feed your legions apples. <laughs> but but in this game, you have a thing working for you. But basically, it's just a it's just a captive the whole time, just doing your bidding. Pretty, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. At least that's. I mean, that's what you the player understands from the jump. At least. Akira, Kura, Akira, Kura. Who's the twin? Matata of the main protagonist you're playing as. Now, when you choose this character, whether male or female, you can design the hairstyle, the skin tone, the eyes, things like that. So you can customize. It's not as in-depth as what you might find in a in an NBA 2K. Did you um, put, put spectacles on yours? Are you trying I, to say you can't put on a mohawk? Or, <laughs> right. Uh, I have spectacles on her now. Yeah. Um, oh. Because you can, oh. you can get stuff. Oh. Yeah, I'm playing as... Did you, get did you catch it? Did you guys catch it? Yeah, I did. What? Yeah, I'm playing as. Whenever there's an oh, opportunity, okay, I think I'm sort of there when I'm. Whenever there's an opportunity to play as a female, I play as. A I female. do too. We've Same. we discussed this before. Yeah. yeah, it's just I like it. No, it's for a change. I always play as dudes. I often find like no, I, I know like this. There's not an option with dude. Ha <laughs> 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 I think like <laughs> the thing for me is just that when there's a choice like this, it seems a little bit different, right? Because it, as you said, it's a silent protagonist. Um, a lot of times. If there is going to be a voice actor, I just find nine times out of ten, if I'm about to ride 40 hours with a character, mm-hmm. it's usually the female voice actors that are just more pleasing to the ear. I don't know. Oh, yeah, for is. sure. I, you yeah. Know, uh, Odyssey might have been your game of the year. Mm. Really? Had you played as Cassandra? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, she she fundamentally yeah. was the more interesting I did get the Achilles uh, armor, though. That was awesome. I think I have it, too. No. 
you get the you one should. that looks like Wonder Woman. That's right. Yeah. Which is BA. I know the game you love better yeah. than you. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Immortality. Take it. It's yours. That's why your name will never be. Wonder Woman. A fantastic DC movie. Oh, Just yes. saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Troy. An so, okay movie. Just saying. So combat, um, you start out you start out with a legion um, that is a sword legion. And, and he basically has two swords strapped to his arms. Um, and he's able to, you, and, and there's over the course of the game, you get to, you get to, um, how would you say tether more legions as you progress? I think there's, I mean, there's a, as far as I know, I, I think I've got the last one. There's a, t- there's a total of five it's legions. Like what? Like a, Lean up. <laughs> it's like a gun one. What? Like a bow and arrow, right? Yeah. There's a, yeah. there's a bow and arrow legion. There's a sword legion. There's a magic dog or cat legion depending on what you want to look i did see that see. one side character that looked then like there's a, a then there's a arm legion um yeah. and uh then there's a shield at well i think it's it's, it's an axe legion actually more more Ooh. specifically but all these all these legions as you would expect have different characteristics and abilities um that go into your ability to manipulate the environment as well as take down certain types of enemies how easy can you switch between your legions pretty easy it's just the it's just like the, right on the fly it, it's just a y it's just the y button and you're now you don't have a you don't have a weapons wheel mm. um but you can it's you can just hit the y button multiple times it's pretty efficient okay it works pretty well um but manipulating two characters at once in combat i never knew how seamless it could be platinum is really on to something here i feel like they've created a new combat style um for example, if you go into the enemy and you start wailing on the enemy with your baton, after a certain number of hits as as uh, as your character, you see a flash, mm. which allows you to hit a button and trigger a combo. And your legion goes in and starts wailing on these enemies. And it goes through a sequence where you have to, you're given the cue of a flashing light. Mm-hmm. And you, once you have to hit it every time for it to trigger the cue and doing it to keep the combo going, doing it can make it devastating on your enemies. Hmm. So you have the ability to, uh, your primary weapon as the, as the human is a, I forget what the weapon's called, but it changes into different types of weapons. It, ta- it changes into a heavy sword like you would find from final fantasy. Uh, it goes into a baton or, and it goes into a pistol. And I do most of the time I do the combo between baton and like a police baton, like a baton and a, and a pistol. Baton is your fast melee weapon, and your pistol is your distance um, fire. Hmm. Kind of yeah. like Devil yeah. May Cry. It's kind of what pistols Which do, John. Makes yeah. a lot of sense given the people who worked on this game. Not unless it's a sawed-off <laughs> shotgun. Sawed off, you got a lot of power. You don't want to punch. <laughs> but you have the ability. Every 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 legion has its own um, upgrade. Um, what do you call that thing? Well, no, skill gonna, skill tree. I'm, gonna let you hang oh, yeah. minute, John. <laughs> I'm guessing that progresses through. RPG elements. Yeah, that's yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. And so um, you can assign particular uh, special abilities to the legions um, and you can upgrade that as you go to where you can have one special ability uh, tethered to a to a button or two or three as you progress, depending on how and, and, and leveling up these 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 um, legions are kind of almost up to you to do if you really want to. I mean, it's a good idea to do it, but you know, as long as you 
have a mastery of the dodge and attack mechanics, you're going to be okay. Um, like uh, Devil May Cry and many other Platinum games, it grades you at the end of your... Um, it grades you at the end of particular fights and stages to make you feel pretty crappy about yourself as a gamer. Mm. A lot of D's in this game. I'm not going to lie. Ouch. I don't uh, like the things that grade you afterwards. I really don't. It's, Metal Gear Solid grades you. Yeah. No, I didn't like it. The, the, yeah. the latest, it's good. The latest <laughs> Devil May Cry was, 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 oh, they've always, grades. yeah, they always grade yeah, you. Yeah. So, and base, and you can always, once you finish a level, you can always go back to it. Um, it unlocks it for you to go back and get a better score. Getting better scores gets you more stuff. Oh, unlocks really? certain, yeah. unlock certain outfits and perks. Um, yeah, I've, heard, just, I've heard there's a lot of incentive to go back and keep trying. There is. There is. It, it's, uh, it's really, it was really, especially in the beginning, um, it was giving me D's left and right. Yeah. And I was just ticked. I just wasn't, I was like, gosh, is this going to be the whole time? But I've gotten up to S plus and A's, depending on what it was. I think as a whole, the highest level score I got was a C. Wow. So I'm not what you would call good. Do you know what the top score would be? I don't. I don't know if it's S plus or A. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. S, what S is S is for. always the highest, and, and <clears throat> a lot of them it's usually like S plus plus plus, like or something like that is usually the the highest you can go. But I don't know. They're all a little bit different. But S is usually always the top. You know, category people. Yeah. So there's uh there's just there's just a lot of variety in the combat of these two of your legion and you. For example, you can you get this cue from your enemy from like across the the stage that he's about to charge you. And which and the one of the coolest things is you can actually clothesline the guy. Like you can unleash your your legion move him to one side of the room while you're on the other. And as he's charging at you, he gets launched backwards and stunned. There's just a lot of combo variations and, and combat variations to this, to this game that make it extremely satisfying. And the fact that I'm pretty certain that as far as combat possibilities, um, I haven't mastered everything. There's still more to do. And I haven't, I don't think I've really even scratched the surface. I kind of had a breakthrough towards the middle of the game where I started to kind of get more comfortable and good where it's been a while since I've died. So, um, there's, uh, the, the stages are, um, divided by files as in police files. Um, I'll see what they did there. You see what they did there. Right, yeah. <laughs> and most of them consist of sort of a, a pattern where you go into the city, um, and you have this, investigation and and every stage has is an open area you know like a kind of a small open world where you're able to interact with people solve their problems it could be as mundane as getting a balloon out of a tree for a kid or escorting a kid back to its mother because it's lost and and on the surface that that seems like very tedious side quest but the yeah. personality of these people and the personality of this world Keeps make it make it kind of engaging to do right. all this stuff yeah i've heard like from certain viewers that was kind of like the one thing it's like some of them are even though they're mundane the characters when you over versus others 
you kind of get a sense of like another fetch quest type scenario. And yeah. it just it, it just depends. Yeah. You know? Well, to, I mean, to me so far, the, the the charm of the world and the charm of the characters sort of glosses over uh, the idea of just fetch quest. Fetch quest, yeah. Kind of like a kind of like how every game is repetitive. It's just a matter of how you style the repetition. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're saying there's some quality to that stuff. The whole the whole thing is quality. It's, it's, it's while action. While while the stylized action is the star, mm-hmm. um, the world and its characters gets the Oscar for best supporting actor. I mean, it's just a very, it's a very well realized world, and masks the fact that it's dealing with the switch limitations. It does it so well that you that it's that the limitations you see is not something of a focus. For example, you know, in in, in most modern games you can go inside a building. It's not it's not closed off to you. Well, in this game, you know, there's buildings you can't walk into. There's streets mm-hmm. you can't cross. Stuff like that. Um, but in every stage, you are doing an investigation. If you think back to the Arkham games, mm-hmm. how, you, how he goes into his kind of detective mode, this is sort of the function that um, the neuron police officers have where they go into some sort of detective mode, detect certain things, sniff out things like for example the dog legion you can give that dog the scent and it takes you to Hmm. um, a particular location something like that you can use the sword legion to move it over to a certain two people and listen to their conversations Mm -hmm. things that you can learn and deduce and when you go back to your partner and most of the time your partner is akura you guys talk about the investigation as it unfolded and you answer questions so it's almost like a quiz at the end of the investigation where you have to tell him things that you learned and then it launches you into the meat of the story, if you will, the action part of the story. So you got to go after whatever has left the damage that you see before you. Gotcha. The burger. Um, From a visual standpoint, I just need clarification. Yeah. Um, You don't just send your like with a sword and and the listening part. There's just not like a, a long chain with a sword at the end of it. Right next to two people, and they have no clue it's there, right? They have no clue he's there. Because <laughs> they can't see him. Because he's, he's astral. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, okay, he's you on just, the astral plane. You just, yeah, you totally just, I was like, there's just a chain and a sword, but no, yeah. he's astral. Yeah, one of the coolest things, <clears throat> uh, I, I should mention, uh, going back to the combat, the arm legion, you can, you can pretty much put yourself in the arm legion as a mech. Hmm. And go to the enemy and wail on him um, as the arm legion. You know, you know what I mean? You yeah. get inside the mech robot. And that's pretty much how that functions. You can actually ride the dog. So, <laughs> I mean, this game is doing things that you're like, well, that was a good idea. They actually did it. Yeah. So, yeah, this. Japan. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, yeah, th- this world is just a big part of its charm. In between files or in between chapters, you are back at headquarters and these head and these and all the people at headquarters have these side stories things you're solving for them um and there's also um, a medic ward where you get a bunch of medical supplies there's some there's some technicians where you go to upgrade your baton your your gun and your legion skills where you can i think I think I ended the game with like a level five legion and level five weapons which nice. which you could go higher. Because you get more rewards, the hot, the better you do in combat, things like that, and the more side missions you do. So, 
the the levels i mean if you wanted to gosh you could spend two or three hours on a single level on a single Hmm. file because there's just so much going on so it's this it's this it's not this open world but sometimes the world is so realized that it kind of feels that way Hmm. even if you're going to the same place two or three times so kind of like this honor pretty much yeah yeah Kind of like, kind of like Wolfenstein. When we kill Nazis, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, did you you know you know why the setting is cyberpunk? And, initially, it was going to be um, like a fantasy, magical, open world type space, and in, and instead of uh, robots, it was going to be a big dragon that a DJ controlled. Well, well that was going to be <laughs> scale bound, Chris. But no, the actual setting for this game was um was was. Um, decided by Nintendo, they said, "Let's make it cyberpunk." Yeah, yeah, which is pretty pretty unique. But yeah, we hear the CD Project Reds are working on this. Make it like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, I, but I, I did re- that. You brought up Scalebound. This game um, is not. It, it's they, they was drawing similarity to what that game was going to be because of the dual um, combat with the you and a, a partner or whatever. But they're saying that that was it's it's so different from what Scalebound was going to be. I almost wish that Scalebound would come out now with this kind of. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, if like, you know, after that fell apart, they just took parts of that and said, okay, we can make this core element work. We just need to find the right way to make it work, right? Yeah, and, sure. and just, you know, it, the best studios are able to do that, right? Like, you know, Titan falls apart for Blizzard, but they make Overwatch over it. You know, so maybe that was the case here. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this, um, this game is... Um Amazing on an astral level. Is it off the chain? Any negatives? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I kept being bothered every now and again. I kept being reminded that as a character, I couldn't jump. <laughs> and I understand why I couldn't jump. The astral legion... Uh, if I could jump, it would defeat the the purpose of some of the functionality right. of the legion. For example, you can you can send the legion across a chasm, and he can pull you across the chasm, which is actually a pretty freaking awesome feature. It actually does a lot for. I mean, that's one of the other things about this game. It's 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 an action combat game. It's an RPG, and it's a platformer. Right. It, there's just so much going on in this game. There is a particular stealth section that's fun to play. But at the same time, it's the only part in the game that's a stealth section, so it just seems out of place. It's not a nuisance. It was really, I was like, I kind of like this. I kind of want more of it because you have the ability to kind of sneak up on an enemy and send your legion out, which they can't see. Because it's astral. And circle the enemy and bind it by a chain and take take the enemy out. If I had that ability in Dishonored, I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, the game, the, the game, the, the graphics—they really went out of their way to, to with with an art style to make this game look tremendously gorgeous. It does look nice. It does look very, very nice, and it's just got very that, nice. It's just got that those wacky ideas. Aside from stylized combat, the platinum games have this wacky thing going on there's just this quirk whoa that's fine there's just this just a microphone we only use it every week there's just this quirkiness going on <laughs> that you're like Gotta where the me. heck did they come up with this so 
Um, it is to me. It is. It is one of the key must-play titles on Switch. Whoa. If not, Ooh. if not a must, if not a must-play title uh, in 2019. Wow. So it's, it's only so on ten. Switch. It's only on Switch. You know, it was uh, <laughs> yeah. Before you did, I, Richard, did I contradict myself? You know, <laughs> before you give your Richard the one thing it's already out. Um, <laughs> he keeps it out, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's just in there. The one thing when you were describing the astral chains and and you know how they link to you and it, it's this bridge to a different plane and all that, I was like, I think he's kind of describing Death Stranding and the bridge baby thing. I was like, but I don't know if that's true. But these two did work together, so it would make a lot of sense that they would come up with the. That weir- would be funny. Yeah, right. Like they're, they're these people are they, they have some weird ideas. Yeah, uh, you know. And most, of, I should say one more. Could thing. you even work with these these guys? Mel Gear yeah, Rising. Oh yeah, you just yeah. we just um, yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's okay. You are dumb. dumb. So yes. most of the time in the stage, once you do your investigation, you're kind of tasked with most a lot of times going after someone who got pulled into the astral plane. Yeah. So the, the, astro, the astral plane is this geometrical blood red world with rising platforms and just dangerous puzzle obstacles. So the upside down. Almost like the upside down, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but pink and red. Ah, instead of And that's and where you have a majority of your boss fights. Now, your boss fights in the game are multiple. You have multiple boss fights within the level. Sometimes you'll fight similar enemies with just different hooks to them. So the combat with the with the boss fights, they always feel fresh. Um, I like a good fresh boss fight. I like a good fresh so, box. Wait, what? Yeah. And just, all, I, I think virtually all the boss fights and mini boss fights have been really satisfying. Well, good. So I think that's fundamentally all I got. And you fundamentally all I got? You mentioned that so. you finished at, what, the fives or whatever a minute ago. That means you finished the game? Oh, I, I'm, I'm on the last chapter. Sweet. But they say that the game um, plays for about 12 to 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, John's been 27 it's hours. Been about, it's been about, once I wrap it up, it'll be 20 hours. Never. Oh, nice. What happened? Oh. Yeah. So, and, but plus, I just kind of, gosh, it's like when he says, can I borrow it? I'm like, no, because I'm it's so You fun. like it. It's yeah. just so fun. I know <laughs> what he's trying to do. He's trying, trying to make you spend it. money. No, he's trying to make Which it. Which he should. Plus, it's a $37 trade in value for GameStop. <laughs> no, he's trying to get me to uh, come house it and then. He'll be like, "Look, you can play Astro while you're here." No, he's gonna take it with him. <laughs> I don't think the. Uh, I, I need it on yeah. the table now, John. Um. Yeah. Make it happen. There was a Richard. How how big oh, would it be? Oh, he's deep table? in thought. <clears throat> it's fine, John. Just people, silence on the podcast. Have the people have the people on the edge of their seats, their bike seats, their car seats, their bus seat, their works office cubicle seat. It's fine. It's cool. Just, we got to say thanks and keep it going, Chris, because he is deep gotta in keep the party with going. Jack Andy right it's now. It's not like he had all day. Would you be surprised this? if I hadn't thought about it? I don't know. Uh, for some reason, I just overlooked it. You overlooked what? The score. How do you not? It's what we do. You just def- so, yeah, I'd be completely surprised if right now you go, I don't know what to give it. I didn't think about it. This game would be a 10. Yeah. Whoa. But there's one problem. The combat could be so chaotic and kinetic that oftentimes Impossible. that oftentimes Those two don't go together. the camera sort of goes nutso on you. Now typically you're okay as long as you're seeing the combos and, and look seeing the cues, but I don't know, the camera kind of goes wonky on on you at certain moments. How are you gonna leave that out till Richard time? 
This is, uh, this is, I failed our audience. You I'm really did. We go, is there anything wrong with the game? You're like, no. Nah, They're like, you know what? Sounds I, like I'm all in, but you know what? I'm glad you didn't talk about the camera because that's the that one thing deal breaker. that always gets me. You're like, I just hated I couldn't jump. Uh, it would be a 10, but the camera. Guys like looking at his paper, he's like, love games where you can't oh, and jump. I, and I would, I would like the protagonist, whichever one you choose, to have had more of a personality instead of being an avatar. In that sounds like a limitation thing, right? Because maybe, but there's voice acting so. in the game. Yeah, yeah but so. you're like, I guess maybe it was just the fact that you would have had to record a whole entire another set of a main character, right? Because you have to have both the male and female counterparts. Yeah. So maybe that's why an audio takes, you right. takes up a lot. You right. I mean, whatever. But I need the score. 9.5. Okay. I like it. Possible game of the year. Possible. Man. Take that Possible. Resident Evil. Double, <laughs> double dribble. Well, I'm glad double you, dribble. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, loved it. Now, uh, mm-hmm. give it to me. What we need is a... You've uh, got to play Ghost Recon. We ain't got time for Astro Chain. What, what we need is a soundbite of, like, you know, an applause, a hand clap for when... You know, something like a John covers a game so well, because that was fantastic. Good job, John. Appreciate it. No problem. I really, uh, I got to play the game. I got to play it. But I got stuff to play before that game. $37 <laughs> trade-in value at GameStop. I'll give Ooh. you 40 for it. It's good. I'll give you, you 40. 40? <laughs> give me, give try, you, aren't you trying to save that business right now? I could actually use 40 bucks. You want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll That's give you funny. 42. But thanks again, John. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Well, cool. You guys want to do some news? Please. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. It's weighing on you. <laughs> let's, let's. My balls are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> oh, dang. Eminem <clears throat> showed up. Let's uh, go to the news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! Did you like how I did that? I mean, it was all right. <laughs> They'll never know. That's pretty good. Yeah. Should I pull up the news? That would be helpful. There, hold on. I'm going to read the first one. Because John want titled on, the second what one. What side so do you want? Do you want the left or the right? I like it. Right in the middle. Well, you know, <laughs> you don't get that. <laughs> Obra Din on consoles. Um, Return of the Obra Din has announced the release date for consoles. Woohoo! Uh, developer Lucas Pope announced via Twitter that the game will come to Xbox One, PS4, and Nintendo Switch on October 18th. So as you listen to this podcast, that's nine days away, if you listen to it on release day. Return of the Oberdin is the second game by this developer, previously creating Papers, Please. Oberdin, as covered by this show, this fine podcast that you listen to, is a mystery game set aboard a merchant ship in 1807, and you must discover what happened to the missing crew. And if you remember the the uh, aforementioned show, Chris did a fine job of just, uh, talking about this game. It's and, one of the few times. Yeah. Ouch. That's why we remember it. Fundamentally wrong, guys. Fundamentally <laughs> wrong. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, if you love puzzle games and you have a console and you are curious about this, go the art style out. is fantastic. And especially if you if you ever played Papers, Please, you'll who you will whoever be, played that, Chris. A lot of people. You think so? Oh yeah, it did a very good and job. How many people? Was like, that just mobile? It was like some like half a million. That's a lot like, of people. As a guy who put a game out for like ten bucks. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe John's time. Hey, at least you waited till the news to yawn today. Mm-hmm. He I gave was, it all I to the topic. I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> he was like repressing yawns the whole entire time. Now the show can move on. Yeah, well, now I can play Red Dead 2. Ooh! Wait, you could play it now. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 is officially announced for PC. <gasps> Rockstar has announced there will be a special bonus for anybody who pre purchases the game beginning October 9th at 11 a.m. 
The game has been That's rumored today. That, yeah. The game has been rumored for PC for quite some time and data miners. What do you do for a living? I'm a data miner. That is pretty tight. Right? That'd be nice. <laughs> data miners previously found evidence to a PC version with Rockstar failing to confirm anything. The official release date for a PC is November 5th. The game will also be a launch title for Google Stadia. Ooh, is that new? Pre-order, pre-order bonuses <laughs> include free upgrades to the special edition and ultimate editions nice. of the game. And I think actually uh, Steam would, is getting the game last. Why wouldn't you just yeah, get the ultimate coming edition? coming in December to Steam. <clears throat> why, well, if it says you'll get special and ultimate, why wouldn't you just go ultimate? I don't well, know. I think they're just saying they're putting uh-uh. out one edition. Penny, we're recording a show. I think they're come just, on, dog. Like Penny's over there going, "Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit my toe on the couch." Uh, I think <laughs> what they're saying is that instead of having multiple editions at launch, they're just releasing the one, and it's going to encompass all those little perks you got back then. I like perks. I like it when you yeah. say encompass. I like the way you perk it. No, no diggity. diggity. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that it on that? That's a good update, though. That is yeah. a nice update, right? Great, are you going to get it on PC as well? I'm sure I will at some point. Nice. I'll probably Slander. wait for it to come to Slander. Steam. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it come to Steam first and maybe go on sale. Um, Ooh, the Steam sale, huh? Because, you know, I have it right now. Name a better sale than the Steam sale. Uh, Xbox now? It's a good sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, World of Jason Warcraft. Pennies. Oh, yeah, no. Black Friday sale. Black <laughs> Thursday. Or what do they call it? Um, yeah, it's Black Thanksgiving Friday. Thursday. No, they got a name for the Thursday shoppers now. Like the you know Black Friday and it's Cyber no Monday, Thursday? no they got a they got a term for the Thursday sales that go on. Desperate Thursday? No, I I have to Google it. Okay, but I'm part of that. I, I, I used to be so furious when there was gonna be third. I was like, can I just enjoy my family and some turkey? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm like, shut up! I'm now going I'm like, to buy shovel, a TV. shovel, 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 food in my mouth. Thanks, Shop. Thanks for updating on on that. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. I just don't speaking care. of updates, pretend like you don't see what I did there. But I, because I was so thrown off for a minute, because <laughs> that was almost like something you'd say. Anyway. It's like he didn't realize it first, and he glanced over. And I went, "Oh, there's like, the word update in the next title about World of Warcraft." <laughs> um, Blizzard has announced its next update to WoW Classic and coming, or is coming later this year. We already know that content coming will be in six phases. WoW Classic director Ian Hasigkastis. Refilled phase two will be out later this year. The question is when, and, um, and this will be determined by layering a server system that helped wild classic handle the massive wave of players on launch day. There was a lot of dwarves running around with me. <laughs> I swear a uh, layering allowed them to create copies of a world and spread out the incoming player population. This allowed the servers to handle more players at once. Quote, we would have had a number of servers right now. That are um, underpopulated. Instead, we had servers that were, due to layering, effectively massively overpopulated, even with login queues during the first couple of weeks. That has now been stabilized at large, healthy populations that can endure for months and years to come. And that's the end of a quote. The main thing now is to eliminate those layers and consolidate WoW Classic players into a single single server world before Phase 2 can be released. That's kind of what they do with the uh, main yeah. WoW now. So, uh, I haven't played in a little while. Um, speaking of which, I, speaking of main WoW, by the way, uh, I think they just said today that um, the next update is the last one for this uh, for, um, for this expansion. For, yes, yeah. which is a, and, and, and which probably means a new expansion. Yeah, a uh, friend of the show, Josh. You know, the greatest WoW source of knowledge of all time. Yeah, he he did confirm that there's there's going to be a cycle with that game too. You'll get your final update, and then they'll announce what the next thing will be and. 
He's apparently a MLB 19 player now because his PC's broken. Yeah. How much is a power supply? I, I yeah. like $50. Not even. Not even if you go to the More Josh like 80 route. if you're getting a good one. Right. It's like, come on, Josh. <laughs> Tighten up. Do it. Quit restricting yourself. Zing. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Sorry. Just quit restricting yourself. Okay. Because <laughs> they'd be twitchy. <laughs> Jesus Lord. <laughs> I answered by John. John. That's the name. I John Rambo. Yeah. Not so restrictions uh, be twitchy. Ninja's wife and manager shared some key factors. Wife and manager. That's nice. It's like, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Well, that's um, you. That's just you. Some key factors that mm. drove Ninja to Mixer, other than money. Quote, Twitch did not listen to us. Everything we were asking, it never came back reflecting our wishes. And that's completely outside of finances. Ooh. Yeah, right. Money. I believe. I, I believe her, actually. Yeah. No, I, I'll, I'll clarify what I mean. Money was the last thing on our mind. Yeah, right. Apparently, the contract with Twitch seemed to limit Ninja's availability for license opportunities. Mm-hmm. Money. Possibly, or just brand. Money. <laughs> With the wording of how that contract was going, he wouldn't have been able to grow his brand much outside of gaming. Mm-hmm. Money. Yeah, another reason right. <laughs> Another reason that was cited was toxicity on the platform, particularly in the chat room. Settling on a deal for Mixer took weeks, with Microsoft being, quote, aligned with what we wanted, end quote. How much, with how much Ninja is making appearances on TV, one can certainly believe their representation of the Twitch relationship. Yeah. So yeah. no doubt Twitch said, he was, was on, keeping uh, them from... He was on Mass Singer here recently, yeah. as I, uh, you said. Titch, yeah. twi- titch. Twitch was basically the NCAA. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. <laughs> Sports and, reference and, from John. And uh, Mixer's that one place in California who signed to pay athletes. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, you can't pun. Another sports reference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you hear about that, I, by the way? Uh, the the California law? Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised because California Thanks, usually serious. California is usually the ones when it comes to... That surprised me. When it, when it comes to uh, things like that, California is usually the one that starts the ball rolling like they're the ones that come and say look we're gonna give you an ultimatum right like either you got till this date to figure it out or this is what's going to be what happened yeah. so you know now the ncaa is gonna respond but in this case i'm not surprised that it was easy for microsoft to come in on this because for microsoft they're like yeah we don't really care we just want you on our brand right sure. like you know that's the advantage where i guess twitch is afraid that they're you know, being a video platform, that being the main thing they are, right? They're they're afraid of him appearing on other places. But if there's one thing that we learn with business, you know, if if you're not willing to give talent what they're looking for, there's someone else who is, and that that's you know Microsoft's win here. Could have easily been YouTube who came in and won too, uh, because I'm sure Google would have been like had any problem being like yeah just go do what you want we're google we have yeah, no youtube youtube <laughs> has restrictions on streamers mm. twitch has started being i i would hear the rumblings of of discontent yeah um and it just makes sense mixers wanting to become the platform for streamers i don't know if they're ever going to be there to be honest with you but they they willed in a or they you know they got a big one you know what yeah. i'm saying i mean you know what I'm <laughs> people love ninja and you just wonder if, he, he it, has it's, kind of, it's kind of like Epic Game Store, right? If 
if Microsoft's willing to go out there and pay these people, these top Twitch streamers, nothing like that. Um, you know, get them to come over to their network. Eventually, yeah, you're going to start to see a lot more viewership on there, right? Because you don't need an Xbox to watch. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't know that, bro. Yeah. Found that out recently. Nope. Like just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in this Boom. moment. In this moment. Plus, it gives them a reason to play Gears All right, 5. Shania, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so someone was exonerated, John president (laughs) (laughs) the man's name was randy pitchford uh gearbox ceo randy pitchford has settled the legal dispute with a former gearbox employee the employee calendar (laughs) call ender Ender, sued pitchford in 2018 after accusing pitchford of receiving a quote secret 12 million dollar bonus yeah from take two interactive call ender further accused Pitchford of leaving a USB drive in a Texas medieval times that place with no silverware, silverware and forks and all that stuff and just mediocre food, which contained confidential company materials and porn. (laughs) According to gearbox, these were allegations made by a quote, disgruntled former, former employee with no basis in reality or law. The dispute has been settled with the decision stating upon review of all evidence in the case, it was of the opinion of counsel that the evidence exonerated Randy Pitchford from the allegations against him. All misunderstandings between the parties have been corrected and apologies were exchanged. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. Um, because the parties are mutually <laughs> bound by confidentiality, no additional statements will be forthcoming. Okay. You will never learn how much they paid to just close. Hey, look, man. Yeah. No, no, the, uh, the, the, the legal representation basically not not the representation but the people presiding over it said this mm. this isn't like the accused saying they're exonerated this is a third party saying they're exonerated uh-huh. i mean can you imagine what the conversation was between <laughs> randy pitchford and this colander guy he's like first of all i did not leave a usb drive with confidential information God, and porn <laughs> at a medieval times. I really hope he did. It was a Baskin Robbins. <laughs> I mean, the idea where, of that. Where is a place to put in a USB at a medieval times? Medieval? Don't ever, don't ever doubt the things that Brandy Pitchford will do. Because I've played Borderlands. So I wouldn't be surprised if this actually Yeah, is the true. industry doesn't uh, <laughs> but, like him too much. And, but what's wrong with porn on I, the USB? As long as it's, of course, not underage porn. Well, when you when you combine it with confidential oh, work information. Oh, that part of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be bad. Well, what if it's in separate folders? Yeah, I know, right? What if you're the president of said company? What if this huh? is a zip file? <laughs> what if it's encrypted, bro? What if it's encrypted? I hope it is. <laughs> oh, good stuff. But yay. I wonder if he, um, that's good news, right? Yeah. 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 I wonder I mean, if, yeah. I want Gearbox to succeed. So if they can get this settled and moved on, then do your thing. I don't Cause care. Cause you want a Borderlands 4. At some point, yeah. Not, not for a while, but, uh, Here we're. yeah. I like loot games. Um, <laughs> I wonder if he released anything with that USB. Well, yeah. I can tell you about a certain release the, coming out with the, with, <gasps> with the, with the porn. The Porn Station 5 oh, release oh, sorry. The PlayStation 5 <laughs> release window. Clean punk. Sony has confirmed that PlayStation 5 will be released during the holiday of 2020. Shocking. It is officially called PlayStation 5. There was uh there was there was Nailed it. There was, Nailed it. there was some outlandish speculation that the PlayStation 5 would release with The Last of Us in February. Yeah. 
they had discussed that. The console they, controller, they the, we, the, we the, did, the talking did. heads, yeah, I guess. That, yeah. The, the console controller will feature two... That. I will read this even if it kills you. <laughs> the console controller will feature two new features innovations, haptic feedback, which will replace traditional rumble and adaptive triggers. It will also feature USB-C charging, which is a great idea, a higher mm-hmm. capacity battery, and is a little heavier than its predecessor. <laughs> According to Mark Cerny, uh, an avid porn user, Haptic You can't feedback. say that about what? Mark Cerny. <laughs> <laughs> According to Mark Cerny, Haptic... It was actually him that left the like, USB <laughs> drive Randy at medieval times. <laughs> haptic feedback will come through, quote, highly programmable voice coil actuators <laughs> located... <laughs> it's like, Why are you losing it's like it? listening to data. What are you doing? Are you, are you losing Mark it? Cerny is such a brainiac. Everybody knows what a voice coil actuator is. Yeah, yeah. Highly programmable voice coil actuators... <laughs> Located in the left and right grips of the controller. <laughs> this will offer more tactile responses than the current DualShock motors. I got no problem with the DualShock. No. It's been a solid controller for about 16 years. It's it is been great. Really, it is really light. Yeah. It's been uh, nice. PS5 uh, use 100 gigabyte optical discs and an optical drive that also plays 4K Blu-ray. Welcome, welcome to the... The new millennium. Installations mm. will now be customizable, allowing you to download only certain features of a title if you choose to, i.e. the multiplayer component of the or the main game. The home screen nice. will also streamline your ability to enter a game by going straight to main game or straight to multiplayer without a need for a title screen. I thought was pretty cool. Uh, we're going to be getting a new console in holiday 2020, guys, and that's Two exciting. What if, we, what if none of us got the new consoles? The new Switch? No. The new Stadia? Stadia 2.0 in 2020? What if we... <laughs> let's, let's, let's commit to nobody buying the new consoles and continuing to do this podcast. Ooh. See how that goes. That'd be great. We have no games this week. <laughs> so we're going to just talk about Borderlands again. Yeah. There's some loot. <laughs> Your screen is becoming very... It's weird. It's dus- like... A, dusky. Yeah, it's like... That's it's uh, that, like, the night mode thing that they have now. It's kind of soothing. To, yeah, it's supposed to help at night. Working on a night <laughs> Whoa, Bob Seeger. Whoa. whoa. Sean, I can't read this one. So I know. It's, I'm glad it's, it's you. Yeah. Um, some sad news on Weekly Game Chat. I can't do it. Doom Eternal has been delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Your dreams are broken. <laughs> Doom Eternal has been delayed from its November release date and will now be coming in March. The exact date, March 20, 2020. I like the date. 3 2020. 2020. Um, Bethesda, <laughs> Bethesda made the announcement citing the need in order for the game to live up to, quote, our standards of speed and polish. That's what I like to say it's on the back of my T-shirt. The studio acknowledges the disappointment of many fans, but assure us that the delay will be worth it. In addition, Invasion Mode will release after the March 20 launch. What is Invasion Mode? The Nintendo Switch version will release at a date following the other console release dates. Finally, Doom 64 will be made a pre-order bonus for all platforms. So at least there's some good news to tie in. Well, now I'm definitely getting the game. Who's going to... Are you excited to play Doom 64, really? Not really. It has its fans. Yeah. For sure. Well, hey, at least it's not like, you know, like Metroid Prime 4 that's never going to go. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, John. (laughs) Maybe they honestly... I don't know. Maybe they thought that the game was going to get drowned out. Like, maybe it's ready to go. Maybe they just... Do you think they learned? Like, from their Dishonored stuff? One could only hope. 
perhaps. You but at the same time, the first Doom uh-uh. was not a holiday. Penny, Penny is just a person. Stop. It's fine, Penny. It's fine. In fact, Doom came out. The first Doom came out uh, when Uncharted Four came out. Penny, thanks, Penny. It's fine, Penny. Penny. It's because yeah. Chris leaves the window open, and then when it gets dark, people see in here. Yeah, I and feel she, uncomfortable. I, I feel too. exposed. And it's I'll, not even out. I almost want to take a picture of that window and put it on the, uh, on the Twitter. Never. You have, you don't have my permission. No. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I would imagine if it was just a release date thing, though, that it would be a January game, right? Because then they'd probably be wanting to get it out as soon as possible. And, and you just like, you're like, okay, wait for the first of the year, like end of the month, get it out. It can be the Resident Evil for, this year will be by itself. Um, what do you think it is? It, it's that they want it to be buttery. buttery. Yeah, I think they want it mm. silky smooth. Silky yeah. Smooth. I think they know it's going to be a big title because of the hit of Doom. Mm. And they don't want any... They want to be able to control any negative press that comes out and it not be because of gameplay. You definitely don't want it to be a dump. They don't want it to be Doom 76. <laughs> right. <laughs> or a dump. Yeah, just yeah I hear you. I got, I got you there. Um, <laughs> speaking of speaking of dumps, thanks. W, not not w, at work today, right? W, oh, oh. oh man, that's like burritos. Yeah, dough. No, no. W G D. What the what? What are we gonna do with him? A man has drag him out to the street and shoot him. We could go have WGA you know, right? dumps video games. This particularly burned my butt. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like this. I like, I like how that ties into grind previous talk. Grinded my... I should have said that. Yeah. That sounded less uh, corny. The Writers Guild of America, WGA, has confirmed that it is dropping the video games category from its annual awards until further notice. According to a WGA spokesman, quote, there won't be a video game writing award in 2020, citing, quote, critical mass... Of video games covered by the WGA, WGA in order to provide a meaningful meaningful award selection process, according to Neil Druckmann, Druckmann of Naughty Dog, which I agree with uh, on this point. It's quote very disappointing at the WGA for removing the video game category from their awards, a misguided slap in the face for writers in games. End quote. Yeah, we all I three agree. we all three need to be on the we're not happy about this bandwagon. Don't tell me where I we're, need to be. We're because a, you told me where I no, need to be. I'm no longer we're, on we're, the we're in the community of games, and we talk about their impact of stories and the things that go into the experiences that we play week to week and day to day. For sure. And it is something that should be, especially at an event like this. Yeah, the, this poor WGA. Watch, Chris. Watch. Here he goes. Watch. Having to deal with the drivel of television and movies. Yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, they are shunning, and I'm going to say shunning. Shun. The largest entertainment industry in the world. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's fundamentally the problem. Yes. Yeah. It's a glaring problem. He, he goes, I'm mad, Sean. He goes, he goes, I'm not going to let Chris opine. He, he goes, he goes, meh. Go uh, no, I mean, I agree with Makes you. Makes sense. I agree with you. Yeah, it's fundamentally true um, that. <laughs> uh, that's that, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> he's been, he's been working on it. He's been going back and listening to old podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get John back. He can't keep saying it makes sense to me. Yeah. It's fundamentally true. Yeah. It's just a <laughs> fundamental fact. Um, but, uh, well, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, I, of course I'm always for recognizing something out there. I, the only thing I could guess Boo! is the only reason I could guess <laughs> this is, you know, I, I would, I'm guessing that they have a idea of 
how many people vote for a certain category, right? And maybe there just weren't a lot of people within the WGA that were voting for this category. So they're kind of like, well, why do we have it? But the point would be my argument back would be that's not why you should get rid of something. Right. right? You know, how about you get more people? Yeah. That vote for the video games. Exactly. Hire all new people that just vote on video games. You're supposed to be the writer's guild. There are plenty of writers in video games. I mean, I get it. Maybe this year doesn't have like the most outstanding, like, you know, triple a games that have like groundbreaking uh groundbreaking writing like we had last year with god of war and uh red dead and others right but like still you know there's quality writing out there that you can find in smaller games that deserves to be praised and recognized by uh people in the industry so if yeah the majority of people in the wga don't want to vote for it but those who work in video games that are part of the wga want to vote for it that should be that yeah. all the matters. Tons of people in the yeah. gaming press would be happy to jump in and do this. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. Unacceptable. Yeah. This but is a know. scandal. It's an absolute scandal. It's a scandal. <laughs> they can just have whatever they want. Though. So can Nintendo, Chris. <laughs> you can have I'm going to tell you what you I mean like. by that. John, you already know this since the new staff handled this, but Jeff Kaplan, you know, vice president over at Blizzard yep. Entertainment and lead director of Overwatch. Yes. He's quite favorable to the idea of Overwatch, that big massive game they have, fundamentally in favor in 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 the the wildly popular game from Nintendo, Nintendo. Smash. Smash. Um, according to him, Nintendo can have whatever character from Overwatch they want. You can have whatever you want, mm-hmm. is what he said. To the Smash Brothers team, whatever character you want, we love them all. They are all our babies. You can have any single one of them. We have 31 to choose from. Speaking of Baskin Robbins. <laughs> um, he further explained that Tracer, she's adorable, would be his first choice as she is the Overwatch mascot. And she currently hangs on my rearview mirror. Fun fact. Not only as as can not, Nintendo uh, have whatever it wants, it goes. can put it wherever it wants. He's going to say, as long as not Reaper. Yeah, God, no. Not Reaper. Soldier 76? Uh, I'll do it. Diva? Yeah. yeah. D- oh, Diva, Diva would be. Yes. Diva would actually probably be a top pick. What yeah. about the hamster? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Wrecking Ball. Yeah, he would be awesome too. <laughs> Junkyard, Junkyard would be cool. Um, ah, uh, dang it, the freaking gorilla. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you hang right now. What about yeah. Donkey Kong? That would be that would be a, awesome. A rival, right? Yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna happen. And I, Winston, Winston, he's in. He's in the game. <laughs> he's, he's back in. Yeah, there you go. What's the robot's name? Which one? The um one with like stuff on his shoulders, like flowers and stuff. Oh, dang it. Got him. Speaking uh, of Winston, speaking of Winston, I just like to briefly interject. Did I mention we named the cat Kirby? Yes, seven times already. This is eight. Thanks, yes. man. Appreciate that shaming. No worry. All righty. Uh, I didn't mean to burst your alpha dream. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? They're messy. Alpha yeah. Dream files for bankruptcy. The maker of the Mario and Luigi series, Alpha Dream, has filed for bankruptcy. They are best known for creating Mario RPG games of Nintendo's handheld consoles in which the players have control of Mario and Luigi simultaneously, exactly like Astral Chain. They are responsible for Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Partners in Time, Bowser's Inside Story, Dream Team, uh, and Paper Jam. Revenue for the studio dwindled of late with high costs crippling them and leading to debts of 400 million yen by March 2018. I'm sorry to hear about this news. They've made some very mm. adorable games. Uh, what the last, when was the last game they made, though? I don't know. Uh, 
2017 was I think it was Paper Jam. Who knows? No, no, they did the remaster of Bowser's Inside Story yes. last year. Oh, okay. So but, the, the re- but they might not have handled that was the on that was on a handheld. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that's what that, led that, to the that, downfall. Everybody knows. I mean, and, and I, at least I feel this way that once the Switch came out, I, I just thought that was the the death knell for like the 3ds or the 2ds's. I, just, I really did because the Switch was fundamentally haha <laughs> you're right fundamental truth <laughs> yeah so i don't but how much is 400 million yen in, in like u.s currency uh six dollars three or four <laughs> three or four million i'm kidding no yeah i don't know three or four million he's got to hit the sound button <sighs> this is it. are we there are we there daddy yes son <laughs> boy daddy boy <laughs> daddy where are you, Daddy? It's so creepy. This is fantastic. Finally this week. <laughs> he couldn't even really commit. Finally this week. Yeah. Call of Duty Mobile. Um, mobile. You, you may be one of the uh, 100 million downloads. Who knows? That's right. That's a no. That's right. <laughs> Call of Duty Mobile has reached 100 million downloads in its first week, making it the largest mobile game launch in history. Um hopefully it wasn't on your facebook feed like it's on mine and my ig feed and everything this surpasses mario kart tour suck it nintendo pokemon go <laughs> fortnite and PUBG. PUBG received 28 million downloads while fortnite got 26 million compared to cod's 100 million downloads in its first week i think they're doing fine this is a record that will likely stand until her name mobile releases in 2021 that's funny red dead mobile 2021 isn't there a Bethesda game by Todd Howard coming out? That's a theory. Yeah. We don't talk about it until it actually shows up somewhere. <laughs> it's going to beat it. It's going to beat it. Whenever no it shows up, we'll get it. Dude, there. no one's going to beat 100 million downloads ever. <laughs> That's in, that shows the power Sean, of... You, you forget that, that Blizzard's putting out a Diablo mobile game oh that's going to set the world ablaze. He's not lying. We haven't heard about that in a long time. Because well, we, <laughs> we had a debacle here on the show about it, John. Yep. There were some things going on, and there was the one time you and I didn't didn't agree. I think even even lawyer Rob was against you. That's where the I think lawyer Rob came from. Yeah, that was the that was the debut of lawyer Rob. Debut. Um, great great job on the news. Shout out to the news team. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Good job, news. I get excited when I get the uh, the message that comes in from the news team that says, hey, here's the news this week, guys. That's how I hear it when it pops up. And I, I give it a once over and I go, you know what okay. this is? This is top notch. Match. Speaking of top notch, do you guys want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. Electronic mail of the future. Man, act like I don't have the email. Get the email. Get them up. Pull them up. Put them up. Put them up. Let me move my uh my you, keyboard. You here. do what you gotta do, man. Just read the emails. Do the bit. Ah, people have thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. And when they do, they write them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com because yay, you too can have your thoughts and prayers answered. Just like uh We'll make sure we click on this and read. Matt did with one T. One T. Does that mean he's like European or something? I have no idea. But up here, well, hmm. 
Yeah. Riddle me that. That's <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. It's Mirror <laughs> First, baby wipes. <clears throat> For the win. Uh, they're sanitary <laughs> napkins. I'm, I'm glad to see I'm not the only adult male to have discovered the wonders of the squeaky clean tush. Exactly. At 38 years old, I only wish I discovered it sooner. Indeed. Pro tip, guys. Put a few wipes in the Ziploc bag so you can transport oh! them in your pocket oh! incognito. That's a great idea. Incognito. incognito. Okay. Gears 5 equals amazing. It really is. I've always been a gear head, but this version is definitely a winner. I shall be playing this game for the next few years. Speaking of which, quick interjection. I need somebody to finish Gears 5 with. Hey. How you doing? Remember when you gave up on me? And look where it gets you. (laughs) It really did, right? Back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Borderlands 3 is also awesome. The satisfaction of being in a fountain of guns gushing from the backpack of a loot tank is only rivaled by the satisfying crunch of a headshot in Gears. That's fair. Only wish Borderlands came out a month before Gears. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wanted to play both. Thanks for reviewing that Link game. Uh, I was considered getting it, but I just can't seem to justify the price tag on this one. Only what, thirty nine ninety nine? Yeah, it's not sixty, right? Yeah, it's 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 not full price. Okay, there it's, you go. It's not full. No, it's it's forty. It's not fifty nine ninety nine. You pay too much for it. Mine's forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> one of you is a liar. And even if it was, even if it was, it's you know what? Fantastic! It's sixty nine ninety nine. Lies. That's the controller. No, it's he, a it's a full price game. He also says that he's been enjoying Fire Emblem, great game, and I shall be playing it on my way to Vegas vacation tomorrow with my wife. Your, Your wife. wife. Kudos on the podcast, bros. I hate unions too. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have to read hey, that. Yes, he did. You read all the things. And yeah, thank you for them. the email, Matt. Enjoy I'm, them. I'm Ron Burgundy. If it's on the transcript, <laughs> I read it. Matt, enjoy your trip with the wife in Vegas and, uh, yeah, have fun. Uh, next up, we got one from Dan S. AKA, um, you can say crap bag. Okay. Crap bag. We're going with it. That's clean. We're clean podcast. Hi guys. Dan here from Jolly United Kingdom where we drink tea, moan about late trains and eat black pudding. Oh, what is black pudding? That's a good question. Hey, make sure you check that link. Make sure it's safe. <laughs> it's a fire. Cause this is when all of our, this is it. As you can see. What is that? There it is. All uh, you need to know. It's one of, uh, it's one the of most- the most polarizing ingredients out there, though suspicious of its blood content. What? Studs. Uh, fat and strong flavor won't touch the okay, well, good. badger What? Pole. It looks like the worst. It looks, it looks like, like a sausage. It looks like sort. old spam sausage. Mm. It's probably delicious then. Let's go back to the email. Do you, th- um, do you, this, do you think that spam is delicious? No, I'm just saying that like the stuff that you. Fried spam is really good. From my experience when I've been in England, right? Like, and you eat. Oh yeah. Food. Cause you're from there. I forgot been a few times <laughs> like it's the stuff that like looks horrendous that usually ends up tasting the best there okay and you're like okay Fun fact yeah uh just to say you're my favorite gaming podcast and probably uh podcast in general with a great mix of content laughs and insight except for the sports stuff as i have no interest. soccer football i talk about it never i, I will because tottenham tottenham sucks <laughs> manchester united sucks i'm tired of liverpool winning and and you know, Chelsea's not playing Christian Pulisic. We're gonna need you. To I'm get American. Up, uh, I'm saying things. He knows what I'm talking quick about. Question. Here's yeah. A, here's okay. A question. I'm sorry. Hey, Shut up, Sean. Sounds like you need to start watching. Man City some. and Liverpool. They got it locked down, man. Sounds like you need to start watching some cricket. Okay. I don't do cricket. <laughs> uh, quick question. <laughs> I draw I recently, the line at cricket, bro. <laughs> I recently bought a switch, and my wife wants your wife. Your wife. Yeah. 
uh, wants an idea for Christmas. What single player RPGs are good on the Switch? I don't like controlling multiple players, more like Fallout Skyrim, and I already have Skyrim uh, Breath of the Wild. That's funny. Uh, keep up the great wild. Not by the way, Chris. Oh, by the way. I don't know. I just took a Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I don't know. I know you keep up the great you. work, and do you guys have a Patreon? We do not. Um, well, hey, guys, we need to get a Patreon. <laughs> That's when people pay money to get things from us. Yeah, but then we gotta like like nudes. Oh wait, what? <laughs> Put a picture out of Sean every month. Twenty dollars. Here it is. Here's my bunghole. Ah, <laughs> uh, single player RPGs. I mean, um, I don't know. Say, um, I don't know how well it runs on Switch personally, but if you never played The Witcher Three, it's out there, right? You can go try that out. No, I don't think I'd say that one. If that's his only way to play it, I would say, I would say definitely get Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Mario, yeah. Um, but what kind of are, oh, um, Octopath Traveler, but is that multiple characters? Yeah, he said multiple. He doesn't want uh, that, which is, I would say a Fire Emblem, but again, that's multiple characters. True. Good point. Chris, good point. Yeah. So Octopath is out. <laughs> <laughs> he just plays one character. Is Diablo considered an RPG? No. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because I hear it's great on, on the Switch. Yeah, you can, you'll get, you can always play that. Yeah. Uh, and finally, we have an email from, looks like Cole. And he's, or no, I'm sorry. Hey, guys, Bourbon Boy here. What up, Bourbon Boy? Uh, I recently re-listened to the infamous drunk episode, 167 Overcooked 2, for those who don't know. <laughs> I forgot exactly about one. what it was. Uh, this is about <laughs> the fifth time I've listened to it in the past year, and I take something different away from it every time. It's nice. The one constant with this episode is I find myself uncontrollably. The fact that Overcooked 2 was compared to Hell's Kitchen and Iron Chef was pretty accurate. <laughs> then the addition of you having a friend that worked at Chili's just to put a chi- uh, just put the cherry on top. It's especially funny if you play the parts when Chris is talking at half speed. <laughs> With that said, I wanted to ask John if you still felt the same way about VR yeah, headsets. Your loser attitude about VR headsets, John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love what you guys do and always look forward to each week's podcast. P.S. I would absolutely fund two 24 packs of PBR <laughs> for another drunk episode like this one. Sir, it would take four 24 packs of PBR to get me drunk. That's not true. I wish it was true. It's not true. Um, John, do you still feel the same way about VR? Fundamentally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I still do. I don't think they're, I don't think they have a bustling future in video games. Oh, I just don't. But do they have a bustling existence? Yeah, as a technology, yeah, but yeah. like you know, Astrobot, those those games that came out, there was like a there was a period about four or five months where you started to maybe feel like this something was yeah. like booming, but now there's dead silence on it again. Now you've got there's not well no, maybe no, that was no, just no. maybe that was their season. You've got the Iron Man um, game coming out in February. I don't yeah. know if that's for PlayStation VR. It might be. I don't. Know I if believe it is. It is. Uh, you've got the Darth Vader game, which I don't think is on PlayStation VR. Mm, it on, might be. It's on the Oculus, yeah. So <clears throat> I just think that the the gems out there are few and far between, but it's still not a platform that's really proven itself to be viable <laughs> in this in this industry. I, I, I honestly think it's just not in your lane. Yeah. That too. I don't think it's quite. Two things. Yeah. Two things. I don't. <laughs> God, that was loud. <laughs> I don't. I, I, when I don't, was the last time you played VR? Uh, two days ago. Nice. <laughs> I, not, see, not. I installed a but camera see, in your room. But that's the nice thing. Uh, about you it, asked right? me what kind of VR. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's the thing that makes it nice, right? Like, Touché. because the games aren't too expensive. Like, you can just wait 
and then one day pull out your VR and for, you know, a couple of solid mm-hmm. weeks at times, you'll just have content that you You're can just go explore. VR. And that's, yeah. that's what's great. There, there's plenty of stuff that comes out weekly and monthly. And I'll go to the PSVR store and I'll go, oh my God, I, I got to play that. But we, I don't know if you know this, we're on a podcast and we already kind of have a schedule. schedule. Sure, I could interject, hey, I want to play this VR game and at certain times it would fit. But for the most part, we're just kind of swamped. So. Plus was Tetris was Facebook potentially dumping Oculus at one point? Was it not one of their talks? I, no, I haven't heard that. Facebook's definitely not dropping Oculus. Yeah. I wouldn't say definitely. You're, let's stick with I'm gonna, them. I'm going to use a, a word. Fundamentally. That's the word of the day. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't appreciate the dichotomy of this conversation. <laughs> that doesn't. It doesn't work. Does it fit? We'll pretend it works. Does it, does it work? Uh, well, it'll be fine. Makes Good sense. job, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean, people write us on Twitter. Do not they really. Not? Uh, oh, okay, but uh, I do got some things. We're done. No, we're not done. We did, we had a lot of mentions of of people of the podcast network welcoming us as amongst other people who are now in the podcast network as well. It's a nice family. Yeah, it's a good family. We did have something today from uh, at David underscore McClendon. Hey. Who says, uh, Weekly Games Chat, this ought to spark some lively discussion and follow-up emails for you guys. This was breaking uh, effective immediately. This was about 18 hours ago. Blizzard has removed Hong Kong Hearthstone player Blitzchung from Hearthstone Grandmasters rescinded all his prize money and have suspended him from pro play for one year Dang. for his recent interview. Yeah. What did and, he do? Um, apparently there was an interview he did and there's a thing. If I click here, my identity stolen. So I'm going to click it. Um, just to give you some idea. This is, we may have to add this to news next week. Okay. Um, basically it looks like he violated a Hearthstone Grandmaster's official competition rules. I know. In particular, a section 6.1. Ooh. Um, <laughs> execute order 6.1. Uh, if you want to know what 6.1 is, it's engaging in any act that in Blizzard's sale discretion brings you into public, uh, disrepute and offends a portion or group of the public or Uh-oh. otherwise damages Blizzard's image. Um, which will result in removal from grandmasters and reduction of the player's prize total to um, zero U.S. dollars. I bet he said something about China. Um, I, I, I don't see his interview, but we will look into that. Yeah. That is nice. That could be a good little news piece. If that's true, then. News he's team? in a good company because he's with uh, South Park, and that's a good company. It's probably fine. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, uh, David also sent us um, about a... Um, thought you might be interested in this podcast mixer. Heard about it from another favorite podcaster. Yeah. Um, might be perfect for what you guys do. Um, also, so we'll click that link too. I, I read these things live sometimes, yeah. and that just happened. And hey, if you remember a week ago, Hydraberg um, wondered what Sean Layden stepping down meant for the PS5. Mm. We now know that we know when the PS5 is coming out. So maybe Sean wasn't he? Sean was really pushing for it to come out in February with The Last of Us Two. And he said, I'm leaving you guys if it doesn't. So now it's coming out in holiday of 2020. And you're not leaving, are you? Sean Layden's not leaving. Ah. Not me, Chris. Sean Layden. Oh, okay. I was like, pay attention, Chris. <laughs> um, let's see if we got any new followers. It he looks just like wants we. Ooh! Um, at Michael uh, V. Saucy, a professional CSGO player. Thank you for the follow. We're following you back, sir. Good luck on that CSGO. Mm-hmm. Um, at Players 2, um, that's a website and a podcast. Um, <gasps> Probably part of our family at yes. Games Dev. Um, That's underscore one of our advice. Podcasts. 
30 years in the game dev industry. That's pretty dope. Probably got some good stuff. He does. People who like games dev talk. Check him out. Um, and at Dan Harbaugh, VO, that is a voice actor and director, a professional flabbergaster. <laughs> that's, that's always important. Yes. Thank you, sir, for the follow, following you back. And I think that's it right now. We're approaching the hour and 45 minute mark and we're hungry. Yes. So, uh, this has been episode 225 of Weekly 200? Games Chat. I should probably say that Weekly Games Chat is part of the HP Video Games Podcast Network. If you want to check out other video game podcasts, please go over to their Twitter page, which we have a link for on our own Twitter page, which is, of course, at Weekly Games Chat. And you can find a slew of great video game content to tide you through the 166 hours of the week. You're not listening to us. Is that accurate? Is that how many hours? 168 hours in a week. They got to wait unless they just put us on repeat. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Or they could sleep. At least they got that overcooked episode where you were drunk. That's true. And I was apparently going half speed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you want to write your thoughts and opinions, you can write them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Or, of course, hit us up on Twitter, I guess Facebook. Um, I don't really monitor it as much as I used to, if I'm being honest. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, and of course you can join in the conversation on discord. If you want new fresh episodes, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever Android podcast service you use, and you'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday or maybe a couple hours before Wednesday, depending on where you live for your convenience. Uh, and what if you're there and you want to really help people find us, Make sure you drop a review or leave a rating because it really Not helps. your pants. Yes. Just a review. You can do that after <laughs> you listen to the show. Not a deuce. <laughs> a review. And yeah. Unless you're giving us a deuce, don't leave the review if it's a deuce. Why mm. do why do I not remember that you don't wear glasses sometimes and you look like that when you don't have them on? Like <laughs> smoldering and sexy? I mean, I wouldn't go that yeah, far. I don't know about that. Yeah, you got a really fat now face. Now you're back. Now you're there back. You go. The spectacle's really... Like, bring, bring out my yeah, eyes. Yeah, they really do. Uh, until <laughs> next time. Spectacles. <laughs> I will simply say game on John. Whoa. He do, he's doing these curveballs, man. Game on Chris. This is what happened that last week. I know what to say. Game on Sean. Game on Chris and John. E bear. Now you say it back to game him. Game on Shawnee. Yeah. Wani. Yeah. Just like that. Your mom's back. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, peace out, everybody.